Do you want to start a podcast but don't know where to start? My guest today shares his insight and wisdom on how you can start and harness the power of podcasts. So please stick around and enjoy the show. Welcome to another episode of Coffee with Tea. I'm your host, Tiny Tyler, and I'm excited because we're going to be talking to Mr. Richard Matthews, and he's going to share a little bit about his journey story because he really helps entrepreneurs and small business owners learn about how to, to really harness the power of podcasting. So he talks about content strategy, but we're not going to dive too much into it because I want to bring on Mr. Richard Matthews. So welcome, sir, to the show. Awesome. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to have you, sir. Is I always like to have um, people introduce themselves because you can best tell about who you are, what you do, and how you got into what you're doing right now. Yeah. So my name, of course, is Richard Matthews, and I am a husband, father of four, full-time traveler. My wife and I, with our four kids, have been traveling the country in our RV. I'm actually in the back bedroom of our RV in my little miniature studio here. Um, We've been traveling this May. It'll be four years. Um, We've been all around the country, which is cool. Um, I am the founder of Push Button Podcasts, which is a full-service podcasting agency that helps small businesses and e-commerce stores uh, use podcasting as a way to create create a content marketing engine for their business and increase their awareness, attention, and authority, the three A's, as we say. Um, and we help them, you know, do everything in that process from beginning to end um, so that they literally, all they have to do is show up, hit the record button and hit the stop record button. And then we handle everything else for them um, so that they can have a strong content marketing strategy going in their business. Um, I have a, a staff of people all over the world that helps me run that organization. Um, so we're a dispersed team, which, you know, is cool, allows us to continue our, uh, our traveling lifestyle while we do that so um that is essentially where we're at wow that's an amazing story like i said you have a lot of great content or in a lot of great stuff that you can share so i mean we reached out we connected through potted so i know there's got to be a message that you really want to share to the world so what's what's the one thing we really want to go out and like start sharing your story what, what's the one thing you want people to understand when they talk about richard matthews <laughs> well uh <laughs> I don't, I don't particularly want people talking about Richard Matthews, no, but uh, as far as the, the messages that I want to help people get, um, the, there's two things. There's uh, one um, is our podcast that we run personally is called The Hero Show. Um, and that's just helping entrepreneurs understand that they are um, they're heroes, right? So we actually, we talk through uh, entrepreneurs' stories if they're comic book superheroes. So that's one is that, um, and we we talk about building a heroic brand, right? And that's what uh, um, our whole, my whole business is built around is helping entrepreneurs build a heroic brand. Um, and we do that through something that I call the digital alchemy formula. Um, and the last part of the digital alchemy formula is actually where push button podcasts fits in. Right. So the last part of alchemy is the letter Y and it's about your content machine. Right. Um, So once you've built your business and you've built a heroic brand and you are, you know, maybe you are a doctor or a lawyer or you're an e-commerce store or you're um, a coach or a consultant or something like that. You have books on the market. You have a heroic brand where you have um, people who you have products, you have your brand set up, you have all the stuff like all the business stuff set up and working the the next thing that needs to happen, right? So you have a a unique solution for a group of people. Um, 
And the next thing that needs to happen is you need to get that solution to those people. And that's where having a content machine, having your marketing in place um, is really what allows you to connect your solution with the group of people that you help. Um, and content marketing is one of the biggest things to help people do that. So that's where push button podcast comes in. And that's the thing that I want to help people understand is you need to build a content machine for your business. Um, and we think uh, personally that uh, podcasts are one of the easiest to leverage content generation mediums. So you can create content in lots of different ways because a podcast can be the foundation of a weekly show where you get it out on iTunes and Spotify and everything else. You can take that same content and get it into a YouTube show, Facebook, um, Facebook content. You can cut it into smaller pieces for Instagram and Instagram TV and other, you know, TikTok and other platforms like that. You can also take the content of what you talk about on the show um, and turn it into blog posts and blog articles um, when you have writers on there. So the one content creation effort that you do on a weekly basis for your podcast can be leveraged in into, into an entire content machine that helps generate what, again, what we call the three A's, attention, awareness, and authority in your space, um, which can help increase leads and sales. So that's really the message I want to get out for people is that, hey, you know, you, in, in the great grand world of business, right? The, if you were to simplify it all down, it's find a group of people have a problem, create a unique solution and then put marketing together that helps you connect that solution with those people. Um, and, you know, we want, we think that podcasting is a great way to accomplish that third part of the task. Right. Right. I, and now we had, like I said, I always do like a pre-call and I know I asked you, I think briefly, but I thought this might be a great question. It's like, what do you say that those people are saying like podcasting is, is, is oversaturated? What, what would you say to that? It's like, I don't see the point of doing podcasts because nobody's going to hear what I have to say. So what would you say to the people like that? So podcasting is really in its infancy still, right? Um, it was only just this last year. Podcasting is on a upward trajectory. It's huge, right? It's growing, growing rapidly. It, uh, it surpassed radio listenership last year, um, and, which is amazing. And then the term podcasting has actually grown to include more than just the audio shows that people are used to on iTunes and Spotify. Um, podcasting has become an umbrella term for um, what we call re like recurring content, right? Where you have, um, have the, uh, you know, every week you come up and, and you do a show or every day you do a daily show or something like that. And it started to become YouTube, Facebook, um, the, what's the other one called? Uh, Periscope, which I think Periscope might actually be just turned into Twitter live now. Um, I think they may have changed it, but you know, it's all the regular video content. Um, and even on TikTok and other things where people are using, the term podcasting to describe their recurring content, right? When they say, Hey, every morning we show up at eight o'clock and we do coffee with tea, right? Or whatever, uh, <laughs> uh, whatever the thing is, your regular content, whether that is showing up on YouTube or showing up on iTunes or showing up on Spotify, that is all grown to include the term podcasting or podcasting is grown to include all those things. Um, so uh, if you watch a lot of these, you know, there's there's some shows just over the last year or so in like the political space because we had such a huge stuff going on this last year. They went from 100,000 viewers to 5 million viewers um, just in a short span of time on on YouTube, not counting like their iTunes listeners and their Facebook listeners and all those things. And it's just growing rapidly. So as far as it's not too late to get in, it's still in the infancy, but in to the second part of your question, is it saturated? Yes, it is. There's a lot of people there. And there, the longer you wait to start getting into the content space, the more difficult it is going to be to gain an audience. But 
with all that being said, if you have good content and you have, um, you know, you have your voice, people are going to gravitate to you. They're going to want to hear the, what you say, the way that you say it, right. With your perspective. Um, and you can grow that audience. Even if we hundred X the size of the podcasting space, there'll still be room for your voice in it. Right. I love it. I, I, I and I like how you, you brought up to, to, cause I didn't think about, about the multi, um, levels are different like you consider like facebook live a, a podcast form and stuff like that so mm-hmm. i i love how you you know you you branch out the um the the, the expansion uh, of how podcasts can look so i think that's a really good aspect that i you know when you brought up last time i didn't even think about that so i mean yeah you know that you do the whole content strategy it's like you know, I know we only got 20 minutes, so I can't dive into everything that you do. So, I mean, I would love to have you come back. So, first of all, I was like, how would you, how did you get down to the, the three A's? Can you expand a little bit about how you came up with the three A concept? <laughs> Still, the, the, <laughs> the three A's is just, again, it's attention, awareness, and authority. And when it comes to, um, to getting uh, your, we mentioned, you know, your business is you got to find a group of people who have a problem and then develop a unique solution for them. That's the basis of any business, right? Is you have a unique solution for a group of people with money that want to solve that problem. Um, so if you have a group of people that have a problem and you have a, you have a solution for that problem, you need to first, you need to get their attention, right? So you need to f- find a way to like, Hey, if someone's like, I've got a toothache and they, they're like, they go on, on, uh, um, what is it? Google. And they're like, you know, toothache and whatever their town is. And they see that little ad up at the top that says, Hey, are you in, you know, such and such a town and have a toothache? You've got their attention, right? Cause they're, 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 uh, you know, at the bottom of the, the sales funnel there. But anyways, attention is the first part of that. Um, and with content, Content marketing allows you to get people's attention, right? Because you start answering questions that are already happening in people's heads with your content, whether that's your your weekly shows or other things like that, um, where you're coming in and you're saying, hey, um, we're either interviewing people like what you're doing here, or you are answering specific questions and getting them on your YouTube channel. It's our writing blog articles that solve problems for people. And any of the, anytime that you do that, you are capturing the attention of the audience that has the problem, right? Cause you're showing, showing up in their space. Um, and so, you know, someone's searching for, you know, they're scrolling through their Facebook feed and they're thinking to themselves, you know, like for me recently, I was, uh, uh, I've been looking into cryptocurrencies and trying to figure out how to invest in them. And as soon as Google realized that I was looking at cryptocurrencies, I'm starting to get little ads from people who are like, hey, are you looking to learn how to invest in cryptocurrency? I've got such and such content on that and I can go click on it. And so it gets, gets my attention, right? The content that they have gets my attention and I go and click on it, right? Um, so that's the first part of the attention. And then once you've clicked on it, then you need to, um, sorry, that's the awareness. Um, and then you have, to, you have to capture their attention, which is the next part. Um, and that's where the content has to actually be good, right? So the, um, if they show up on your, your content, um, after you've got, you know, they're aware of you and they see it all and they read through the content or listen to it or whatever. If it sucks, if it doesn't answer the question that they had when they got there, you're going to lose their attention. Um, so that's the second part. Um, and then the last part, the authority happens when you deliver on the promise, right? So when you consistently show up in their newsfeed or on their YouTube channels or wherever it is that they're showing up and listening to you and you consistently deliver good content that helps them with their problems, you have authority in that space. Um, so one of the things that we recommend all of our clients do is in your content, whether it's your blog articles, your, um, your, 
YouTube channels, your podcast, you have what we call soft and hard calls to action. Soft call to action is like, hey, like and subscribe to this channel or, you know, subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, right? That's a soft call to action, not a lot of work on their part, but you should always have a hard call to action whenever it makes sense. And a hard call to action is like, hey, you know, if you really like this information I've got about cryptocurrency, I've got a Udemy course you can check out down here in the in the description or, you know, whatever the thing is, right? You know, we've, you know, if you, uh, you uh, I've got a client who does, uh, um, what is it? It's a sprinkler repair. Um, and they do all their content on there and it shows up and then in all of their blog articles, it says, hey, if you're ready to get your quote for your sprinkler system, uh, right, put in, you know, just click the little button here and we'll get your quote started, right? So it doesn't matter which industry you're in, the content that you use can drive to, um, the hard call to action can drive to the actual getting people into your sales funnel. Um, and so content can be used in that way to actually create an audience of people who are aware of you, they know that you're an authority in the space. Um, and when when the time is right for them, <laughs> when they're like, the pain gets big enough, when the tooth hurts enough, they're going to click the little thing and say, yes, I want to come in and see the doctor today. Right. I love it. And I, this is the part where I always like to say, if you're enjoying what Mr. Richard is putting down, please give us a thumbs up. Please put a comment down there below. We always like to follow up with what you're thinking out there and, and getting the feedback and the nuggets that you're enjoying. So we're going to dive a little bit into, you know, tell a little bit about your journey because you say you, you run a podcast and you, you're, you're, you're remote. So how does that work? You know, when people say, I can't, I can't figure out how to put this all together. You were able to be able to still live your dream, travel and do it and still make your podcast. So what, what would be one of your, your, um, I guess, golden nuggets that you would leave somebody who's saying, you know, I don't know if I can make this work. What, what would your, um, advice be, you know, getting out of your own head? How do you, <laughs> how do you get well, out of your I, own I head can, and follow your dream? I how do you do, do that? <laughs> If I can do it, anyone can do it, right? The uh, um, As far as like the technical stuff to actually set up a podcast, I've got four things that that make this studio happen. One of them, it's a nice light. You can probably see it in my glasses there. It's a little round light that I've got sitting over there that lights my face up nicely. <laughs> I've got a nice backdrop. It's a cloth backdrop that I've got hanging from the ceiling in my RV and it folds up, right? So I actually have, let me see if I have the secondary one sitting in here. Um, I don't know what I did with it, um, but it's it's legitimately it's just a piece of cloth, right? That hangs up, so I can fold it up and stick it in in a. I've got my my desk drawer here, and that that backdrop folds up, sticks in the drawer. I've got a nice camera. You can see the camera I'm looking through, plugged into my computer, and a microphone. That's it, right? And that makes for a really nice looking studio. That literally I can pack it all up, and it fits in a small little bag. Right. So right. as far as like, if you have more space than I do, I've got about three feet of studio space in the back of an RV. You've got plenty of space to set up a nice studio and actually do good video content for your things. That's the first one. Um, as far as getting out of your own head, you don't need a lot. Just a camera, light, microphone, backdrop. That's it. Um, and then as far as, as actually doing what you want to do, it's just a matter of, uh, you know, I tell people, you just have to take the risk. Right. And I, I, I tell people uh, all the time, my, uh, my skill as an entrepreneur is learning how to um, be a parachute builder. And what that means is, you know, you jump off the cliff and then you learn how to build a parachute on the way down. <laughs> right, right. Um, and because that's what entrepreneurs do is we take we take the risks and we, we just have to step out of our comfort zone. Um, and the reality is most people don't do things because they're afraid of the worst possible outcome. Right. They're afraid mm -hmm. that, hey, if I do that, then I'm not going to get any listeners. Or if I do that, I'm going to, you know, 
I'll get fired from my job and I won't have any income and I'll end up in a cardboard box on the street, whatever it is, right? You know, the worst, the worst possible situation. And what I've, what I've learned to do for myself, and I don't know if this helps everyone, but it certainly helps me is, well, since that's the way our brain wants to go anyways, let's just push it, right? What does it look like if I fail completely? If everything goes exactly as bad as I think it's going to go and I end up in a cardboard box on a street and I've got nothing because I chose to start my podcast or I chose to travel or whatever it is, how do you get back from that? Right? How, how, how would you build a plan to come back from ending up in a cardboard box? And you realize when you do that, you go through that exercise that it's not actually the actions that you're taking that you, that are where you're at, um, that, that are keeping you where you're at, right? The, uh, um, you have developed over time, a set of skills that no matter what happens, you still have those skills, right? So mm-hmm. if you're in a job or if you have a business, or you've grown anything or at this point in your life, you've grown a set of skills that have gotten you to where you are. So even if like the government came by and stole all your money and kicked you out and whatever, you know, whatever the worst possible thing that could happen happened, nobody can take your skills from you, right? Nobody can take the mindsets you've developed. None of this. So you can take whatever, however you've gotten here, you can start over again and come back and build a plan. And so in my head, I always like to build that plan. I'm like, okay, so if I ended up in a cardboard box, how would I get back right now, right? With, with what I've got. And once you built that plan, you realize, okay, so what are the chances the worst outcome happens? Not very big. What if it, you know, it's probably not the best thing that I can come up with. I'm probably not going to become a millionaire tomorrow. Um, and people are be like, wow, that was the best podcast episode I've ever re- listened to. It was the first one. And, you know, I'm going to offer you a contract to come work for Disney for a million dollars a day or something like that. Probably not going to happen either, but it'll probably be somewhere in the middle. And somewhere in the middle of those two things is still pretty damn good. Um, so for me, that, that gives me my own little mental like game I play to make it so I'm willing to jump off the cliff and take the risk. Right. Cause I know I can build the parachute. I know I can do what I need to do because I have the skills, right. I've, I've built them up over time. Um, and you're in that same boat, right. It doesn't matter who you are. And if you, if you've succeeded this far in life and you haven't like, I don't know, <laughs> died, <laughs> you have skills, you could, you've got income coming in, you have a job, you have something, you have some sort of skills and per- perception that have got, you know, uh, perspective that have gotten you where you are. Um, so you can, you can have the, uh, the what do you call it the strength of character to take the risks right i love it and mr richard we're down like last two minutes and i stuff and i want to overall march if nobody else here hears anything else that you say what's the one thing you want everybody to take away from your podcast today from my podcast today um probably Oh, you know, it, it has to do with the, this, that same topic is, is the idea that you should, you should take, take the risk. Um, right. And it's my, my favorite quote is, uh, from Mark Twain. Um, and he says, uh, it's, it's, uh, 20 years from now, you'll regret more of the things you didn't do than the ones you did. Um, so th- what does he say? So throw off the bow line, sail away from the safe Harbor, explore, dream and discover. Right. Um, and it's one of the things I've realized over the course of my life is that it's the only time I ever have any regrets. The regrets are always over things that I didn't do, not over regrets, regrets over things that I did. Um, and so for me, it was, you know, if we, if we actually tell all of my story, right, I, I, uh, my wife and I eloped. 
right? We chose to get married. We weren't even like in love. We didn't date. Um, we just thought we would be good together. And so we chose to get married and chose to chose to love each other and have since fallen in love and have got a you know 12 year long love story to go after that, right? That's jumping in and taking a risk. And I started my business the same way where I, I dropped out of school um, in, in college and started a business. Um, and, you know, it went gloriously horrible for, for a couple of years until I learned and got the skills. But, you know, I'm at a point now, 10 years down the road that I'm world-class in my space and people seek me out for my, my help and expertise and stuff like that. And, you know, it was a risk that we took to do that. And, you know, when our, our, um, RV lifestyle opportunity happened, we, uh, um, got rid of our house and sold everything we owned and moved into an RV and started traveling. And, you know, it's four years later. So we've, we've got practice with this whole taking the risk and just doing it. Um, and it's not to say that it's always great, right? My wife and I have had our fights. I've had, I've had to shut down my business at least once and go back to the corporate world. I have on the course of our travels, I have been stuck on the side of the road, screaming out into the desert. Why? Like wondering why I have done these things to myself and to my family. But in the same time, right? It's the, the lows that go along with it, give you a lot of highs as well. Um, and a lot of people, they live their life very like, next to the center line, if that makes sense. There's not a lot of contrast. There's not a lot of up and down. And for me, the taking the risks and doing the things that other people are unwilling to do gives you the texture and contrast of life, right? Where you have the highest highs and the lowest lows. And that, that's what makes life interesting, what makes life worth living, right? Because I have over the last couple of years, you know, last this last summer or the summer before last, my son and I went cliff diving in Yosemite and got to slide off of waterfalls, wow. right? And, you know, for my wife's anniversary last year, we got to see wild or intercontinental, uh, um, what do they call them? The orcas, like they came swimming by and they only come by a couple times a year. We got to see those live, right? Um, and with our business, I've gotten to help hundreds of thousands of people and, you know, create millions of dollars of, of uh, value for people. Um, you know, like one of the clients I worked with, they did like $50 million in revenue because of working with us and employed hundreds of people. And we helped pull them out of bankruptcy. Like those are cool stories that only happen when you take the risks, when you do the things. And, and most people stop at the thinking part where they're like, that would be a cool thing to do. And they let the opportunity pass them by. And so my recommendation for people is don't do that. Take the option, take the opportunity, jump off the cliff and have trust in your own ability to make the best of whatever situations happen. I love it. I love it. Thank you for that words of wisdom and those golden nuggets that you shared. So Mr. Richard, Mr. Richard, um, where can people find more information about you, your services and what you do? Yeah. So two places. You got my website, which is richardmatthews.me. Um, and that is where our podcast is hosted. So the hero show is on there. Um, and we talk a lot about how to build a heroic brand on that website um, and what that looks like. And, you know, the whole digital LQ formula and everything. You're welcome to reach out to me there. Um, and then the other one is our push button podcasts. Um, so pushbuttonpodcasts.com. And that is our podcasting service um, where we actually will help uh, small businesses or podcasters, or authors, whoever is in the, wants to be in that podcasting space to create their show um, and have it regularly created. And we do a whole bunch of things for you to help get it out everywhere all the time. We even have three-stage advertising um, promotion things that we can actually get you showing up everywhere. So it's a really good way to do that. And it takes the entire content marketing piece off of your plate. So you're, you can just focus on the things that you want to do in your business and we can handle everything else. Um, so there's a bunch of good stuff there. Um, 
And I think we even have a free course that's going up. If you uh, click on, what is it? On the learn tab on that website, there is a free course on um, that is currently being developed. So as it's being developed, it's free. And once it's finished, then it'll be a paid course. But if you're on it now, if you're, if you are listening to this now, you can get in and, and watch that as we create it. And it's a, it's called the, uh, your content machine. Um, and it just teaches people how our methodology, the methodology we use in push button podcasts. And so as we're developing that course, we're developing it free of charge and we can get people, uh, um, if they want to learn how to build a, a content machine, they can do that through there. Well, thank you, Mr. Richard Matthews. It's been a pleasure talking to you. I would love to have you come back on down the road. Yeah, anytime. I got lots of things we can talk about. Everything from, uh, you know, building a heroic brand to building, you know, how you do photography on websites if you wanted. Like we can talk about anything you want. We got lots of lots of cool uh, cool topics if you want to get in and actually uh, discuss some in-depth how-tos on things. I'd love to. And I also want to remind everybody who tuned in that feedback is always welcome. Email us if you have any guests or show ideas. Links that Mr. Richard has uh, mentioned will be all posted down in the description box. So please make sure you check it out down there below. We got some juicy gems. And we all, again, want to say thank you for watching. Thank you for enjoying this video. And if you like it, give us a thumbs up, remember. And if you want to continue getting all the insights that you see, please hit that subscribe button over there. And remember, take things in stride, go with the flow and create your own path. And we'll see you back here on another episode of Coffee with Tea. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you very much. Hi everyone, this is Tanya again, popping in to say thank you for listening to today's show. Coffee with Tea interviews are always free, and if you're enjoying the wisdom and insights that are being shared, please stay and grow with us and show your financial support. You can buy us coffee or become a monthly supporter. Links are posted in the description box. And again, I wanted to personally say thank you for tuning in.